Welcome to another episode of Son of the Bix and the Iceman. I'm Sawyer, always with you, with my co-host Peyton. Peyton, say what's up. What up? So today on Son of the Bix and the Iceman, we will be recapping the college football playoff, and we will make our national championship predictions. Uh, we take a look back on our NFL playoff predictions um, that we made back in August, um, and then we will give you guys our Super Bowl um, predictions. And then we will play a little game called This or That, NFL Head Coach Edition. And then we will um, we will discuss the Rose Bowl and also the Antonio Brown situation. Yes. And then, um, yeah, and then if we have any time at the end, uh, we will discuss OSU basketball and uh, CBJ hockey. And then uh, we will do our top five list like we do at the end of every episode. So um, today we are going to start with, um, we're going to recap the college football playoffs. So Peyton, I'm going to toss it over to you. Um, just what did you think of the college football playoff? And you were proven pretty right in the first game. Yeah, I would say, I mean, I was kind of shocked by the performance of Alabama and Cincinnati. Um, I don't think Alabama's offense is really anything too special. I think I talked about that in uh, the in the last episode. Like I wasn't like, oh, Bryce Young is like the greatest quarterback of all time or anything like that. But um, I mean, Cincinnati did not get throttled like I assumed that they would. They did end up picking up some points or whatever, and the game was closer than I anticipated. So credit to the Bearcats. But I knew that they wouldn't be able to hang with the big dogs of Alabama's defense. Um, so really no surprises there. Uh, the Michigan Georgia game, on the other hand, that was, that was very surprising. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, Michigan had two good weeks of offense really. And I think that overshadowed what they had done for the whole season. Um, mediocre quarterback play, obviously Cade McNamara is horrible and like Hassan Haskins really never got going. Same as, uh, the other guy, I can't remember his name. Blake Corum. Blake Corum, yes. And uh, they have another guy. His name is uh, Donovan Jackson. Yeah. They just, they just never really seem to get going. Uh, mm-hmm. Obviously, Stetson Bennett played really well. Pretty good. Yeah. Like, like we we bashed him. Yeah. Like, and uh, well, credit to the young man. He played really well. And he, like, he made throws. And I, like, I don't know. Michigan won their national championship against Ohio State. Sure. Absolutely. And I really think I uh, Harbaugh, not a good coach. Like, I, I really don't think he is. And I've heard that rumors are floating around that he could possibly be um, maybe Raiders. Maybe, yeah. For that. And it sounds like he might have been the first or the second option to John Gruden back when they were doing their hiring, you know, 2015, 16, mm-hmm. something like that. So, um, yeah, I wouldn't be shocked if maybe we hear some, some more rumors of, of his name being floated around with some potential NFL jobs, being that he's coming off of such a positive season um, at Michigan. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that game was fairly it was not lopsided. So Neither of the games were that entertaining, if I'm going to be honest with you. I thought um, since his run defense was atrocious, it was really bad. Um, the one thing, I don't know if you noticed, but I really didn't understand this, was so – 
Alabama's running the ball down in Cincy's throats. And, like, I will admit, like, Cincy, Cincy has good corners. Yeah. Cincy has elite corners. Yep. Um, Sauce Gardner, Kobe Bryant, like, they are elite. Yeah. And I didn't know why he – Fickle didn't put more people in the box. Mm-hmm. I don't know why he didn't pull more people up to the line of scrimmage. Well, I think the reasoning for that is you still have to respect the – pass i mean jameson williams i mean i mean yeah and that really hasn't been alabama's call to the call to the offense i like that hasn't been their their go-to i think they knew their personnel they knew that they'd have quite a few guys in the secondary and that and that stack in the box really wasn't their their mo so um i'm honestly not shocked like obviously you have to know your personnel and obviously you have to know how to make changes on the fly but i don't think that was I think Bickle actually knew what he was doing in that way where, you know, Sauce Gardner and Kobe Bryant are elite mid-major cornerbacks. Like, can they hang with Jamison Williams? And obviously, Mechie Johnson didn't play, but guys like that that are elite pass catchers down the field threats, you know? so Sauce Gardner, he's a player. Like, he'll be a good NFL corner. That's, I mean, I don't... I don't even think that's a hot take. I think he will be a very sure. good NFL corner pretty early. Sure. And he won, what, defensive back of the year? I think he did, yeah. Yeah. So He's, he's definitely uh, – he'll, he'll be a good NFL player on Sundays. Um, yeah, but as I said, um, Michigan, no surprise. I mean, they wet the bed in a big game. Yep, no surprise. typical. I mean – and I don't know that game in Columbus next year just can't come soon enough. So. Yeah. Well, did you hear the big news on? I mean, this isn't part of our episode, but did you hear the big news that Buckeyes got McAllister? Yeah. Yeah, that was huge, huge. corner transfer from Oklahoma State. Safety. Falling his safety. I'm sorry. I think he's a safety. Yeah. yeah. No, that sounds right. Yeah. Yeah, falling Jim Knowles over to Columbus, and Buckeyes are kind of making a splash here in the transfer portal. Um, They're having a really good offseason, if you may say. Yeah, and obviously you've got a strong recruiting class coming in defensively. you got Marysville's own Gabe Powers, and yeah. you got C.J. Hicks. And, and, and Sonny Styles. Sonny Styles as well. Like, we have some really positive things, like, shaping up on the defense. I don't know what difference Sonny Styles is going to make right away, right. being he is going to be so young, but – I know. I've not heard a single negative thing about him being a five star. He is a freak athlete. He's got great size for, you know, I think he played quite a bit of secondary in high school. Yeah. But they're probably going to put him more in that. Um, and I forget what it's called, like Leo role or something like that. I, well, I saw a tweet. Um, so McAllister is a safety. Proctor is coming. Yeah, uh, yes. If you remember, Proctor got hurt in the Oregon game. Yes. And um, uh, Styles. So, like, I'm sorry, but Bryson Shaw. And then, obviously, you have Denzel Burke coming back. Yeah, and you got Denzel Burke and Ronnie Hickman and Cameron Brown. So, all I'm saying is. Hopefully, with some defensive adjustments, maybe yeah. some changes in that Buckeye defensive room. You know, maybe we can make some uh, make some noise. Make some noise. Uh, yeah, um, Bryce and Shaw might not see many more snaps. No, probably not. Um, uh, so next, uh, we are going to uh, we're going to do our national championship predictions. Uh, Peyton, 
What do you think? Are you thinking more of the same? Are you thinking just Bama rolls, or are you think Bama wins a close game, or maybe Georgia gets I'm, it done? I'm honestly not sure because I, I'll be honest, I did not watch the SEC championship really. Like, it wasn't on really my radar. Right. Um, I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. I don't think – I still don't believe Georgia's defense – or, I'm sorry, Georgia's offense is elite. Stetson yeah. Bennett is still that guy that we talked about, you know, two weeks ago. Right. I do not think he is elite or even really – good <laughs> i just think he had a great game against a michigan defense that was on the field a lot because michigan's offense sucked yeah, um I mean, you're, you're right and really i don't think alabama's offense is really all that special compared to georgia's powers on defense so i think we're gonna have a low scoring game um i'm gonna lead i'm gonna lean into alabama probably like 24 17 i think it's gonna be a really wow. low scoring game Okay. Uh, I'll say, I'll say thirty-one twenty, Bama. I say, yeah. I'm We're say, still in the same like region of like what we think, though. Right. Yeah. Like I, I think you're right, though. I think, but I think Bama. I think it's going to be hard for them to put up thirty, but I, I still think they can do it. I still think they can, obviously, unlock. Like you know, I think Jameson Williams. I mean, he's a former Buckeye, so. I mean, I guess he's got that elite factor in the bowl games. We saw what Jackson Smith and Jigba could do in the right. Rose Bowl, yeah. and then obviously we we failed to mention Alabama's running back, which is slipping my mind right now. Brian Robinson, dude, was a literal dog. He ran for two hundred yards. That's I mean, crazy. It was nuts. So I mean, we'll see what Georgia's uh, defensive line Jordan Davis can do uh, oh to stop. Gosh. He is huge. That was like my first time, like with my watching the game with my dad with Georgia, and my dad was like, "He is gigantic! Like, look at that dude." I mentioned like I'm a I'm a decent sized guy. Like I I wear like a pretty large suit jacket, and uh, he was like walking in. He's got his headphones and stuff on. They're like exiting the bus, getting ready to, yeah. you know, take it take it out to the field. And I was like, "Man, what size suit jacket does that man wear?" You know, but yeah, he's a big guy and. I think he's going to have his hands full against uh, a strong rushing attack from Alabama, and then obviously a uh, Heisman winner, Bryce Young. Yeah, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to say this. like Bryce Young is, I mean, I just think he's one of the, one of the worst Heismans we've had, yes. had in a while. 100%. I mean, is that a hot take? I mean – I can't think of the last Heisman where I've been like, wow, okay. Like, I don't think we're going to remember him in a couple of uh, no, years. No, yeah, absolutely really not. And I, I do not think he's going to make a great NFL quarterback. Like, Now, I've been wrong. Like, I didn't think Kyler Murray was going to be great. I guess my prediction about Baker Mayfield has turned out to be, you know, fairly spot on. But, like, huh. all these small, you know, like, highly athletic, speedy guys that are just kind of running around throwing the ball. Because they usually get hurt. Yeah. And, like, Tua has been fine. Obviously, the Dolphins made a little stretch this year. But, you know, I I still am a through-and-through through fan of, you know, your large pro-style quarterbacks like Kenny, Josh Allen, Aaron Rodgers, right. you know, guys that are, are big bodies, big arm strength, guys that don't 
I mean, Josh Allen can make plays with his feet, and I guess we've seen Aaron Rodgers make plays with his feet as well, but much, much more progressive arm talent over the over the over the, years, over the legs. Over the years, I, I think, and my opinion is like, I'm a big Kenny Pickett guy over Matt Corral because I feel like Kenny Pickett has the like kind of just the body frame where he's kind of just that typical. He's the the word I use all the time is prototypical. Sure, he's a prototypical quarterback, and he's big and like his. His arm is like his arm is okay. It's nothing. It's not like Josh Allen or Mahomes, but it like it gets the ball from point A to sure. point B. So, and I just, I but like, really, all it boils down to, if you unless you think Kenny Pickett's the real deal, I do not think a single quarterback in this class is worth a darn. Right, and that's what like. Burrow and Herbert are. They're big, strong sure. quarterbacks. Sure, like, and we projected that out of college. You know, McShay and Kuyper were like, these dudes are elite. Trevor Lawrence, elite. We have great down-the-road quarterbacks that are going to make a difference in this league, and I do not see that from anybody in this class. It's crazy how this conversation has progressed from Georgia, Alabama, to to the underwhelming quarterbacks of the 2022 NFL draft. It's a bad QB draft. I'll give you that. But you never know. Guys could always pan out. We see that every year where, you know, I was really low on Mac Jones. I thought he was a uh, <laughs> not great arm talent. Like, he was an accurate passer, but not a great down-the-field threat. But we've seen him with the uh, with the Pats. Like, he has been not elite, but he well, has been a great quarterback for a, you know, a decent offensive threat threaded team with an insanely good defense well you gotta remember he's in a great situation sure and bill belichick's one of the best to ever do it right yeah so kind of going uh like you know kind of going into our next topic um so i'm gonna so i said at the beginning of the year i wrote this down my preseason pick for the super bowl was buccaneers bills and i made that prediction august whatever it was 18th or whatever um, listen, both those teams will make the playoffs. I'm proud of that, but I think that's the farthest that prediction is going to get off the ground. Yeah. I, I could see the Bills and the Bucks losing first round. And really? Yeah. Okay. Buccaneers have a lot of injuries, dude. Yeah, you're right. Like, because we'll talk about AB in a bit. AB got cut today officially. Um, like, Fournette's hurt. Uh, Godwin's hurt. Like, they have all these injuries, and I just don't know. Uh, Evans is always iffy. Yeah. So, I just don't know if they can overcome this, like, all these injuries that are piling up for them. So, I mean, I don't know. I could see both of those teams as first-round exits. So, sure. give me give me your Super Bowl pick right now. Like, okay, so – out of the NFC, I don't think anyone is really going to be shocked, but I think the NFC Championship will be Cowboys and Packers. Obviously, that'll be depending on how things shake up with, you know, different matchups and things, but I think the best two teams right now in the NFC are the Packers and the Cowboys, and I think the Packers have that edge. Um, we obviously have seen this week Aaron Rodgers, little field of the fire with um, that one reporter from Chicago. Exactly. 
Um, I just think he's the best in the game right now. Um, the Packers defense is figuring some things out. Um, Devontae Adams is the the number one receiver in the league. Do you know where he went to college? Uh, like Western Michigan? No, it, it, oh, no. Fresno State. Oh, really? I had no idea. Hmm. Yeah, yeah I, I would have lost a lot of money. How about how about that? that? Like, yeah, really, I good had, for him. I had no clue. He came up from nothing. Yeah, I mean, same school as uh, the Carr brothers, so. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's crazy. So you have. I got the Packers coming out of the NFC. And then the AFC, I think, is a toss-up, really. I don't think there's anyone really running away with it. Um, but I'm going to go with the Chiefs. Um, I think the Chiefs have some defensive woes that they're going to need to figure out within within the playoffs, which I think that they can do. Um, obviously, you're going to have to have some guys step up. Um, I don't know what their injury situation is looking like on defense, but offensively, I have a hard time believing any anyone can really like hang out with them. Um, you know, Patrick Mahomes is elite. Travis Kelsey and Tyree Kill are, also you know, elite. also elite. Uh, I think Travis Travis Kelsey is the number number one tight end in the league, and and Tyree Kills, you know, the fastest player in the NFL. So, I really, I really am anticipating a Chiefs Packers Super Bowl, and really, I think that's the best case scenario for the NFL. You get the storyline with Aaron Rodgers, you know, potentially leaving Green Bay. Um, Obviously, Patrick Mahomes is Roger Goodell's best friend right now because he's selling tickets over there in Kansas City. I I, I just really think that's uh, That's that's the likely outcome. Yeah. Um, I think also we should mention a sleeper that like somebody that could really slip through the cracks. You you give your picks and I'll I'll okay I'll, I'll listen. Oh, if I had to say today, AFC Championship, I'm just telling people, and it's it's not because I'm a fan, but the Bengals. <laughs> I knew you'd bring that I, up. I, I have to bring it up because the Bengals. All I'm saying, I'm not I'm not going to sit here as a like a delusional fan and say they're going to win the Super Bowl. I'm not saying that, but. Could totally see them ending up in the AFC Championship game. I really could. I, I could see. I, I think we could get a rematch, Chiefs Bengals, but in Kansas City. And I think the only team for me as a Bengals fan that I fear is Kansas City. Of going course, to Kansas City. Yeah. Only well, even I though fear. Derek Hill or Derek Hill, Henry. Derek Henry got yeah, activated, that scares me, dude. That and and the Titans with Derrick Henry scare me sure. too. But all the other teams, I mean, the Bills don't really scare me. The Pats, I mean, we'll see. I mean, we'll see what home field advantage looks like. Sure. But if the Pats have to come, I would be scared of the Patriots if we had to go to. I mean, the Patriots have to play the Dolphins this week. Who knows if they even sneak in? Right. Yeah. Or no, 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 no. They clinched a spot. Yeah, I'm sorry. Did. They clinched a spot. Yeah. So I. But I'm taking the Chiefs. I mean, it's it's death taxes and the Chiefs sure. going to the Super Bowl. I mean, it's been that way the last two years. And uh, uh, the only likely Super Bowl scenario for me is Chiefs-Packers. I mean, I, I think those are the two best teams. I think the Packers are the best team right now. I mm-hmm. think the Packers have been the most consistent team all year. 
Packers only lost three games, and yep. one of those games was with Jordan Love, so I don't really count that because if Jordan Love would have played against Kansas City in whatever week that was, I think week like nine, I think, you know, I think the Packers would have won. So only likely scenario in my head is Chiefs-Packers. Wow, I mean, we're glad that we can agree. So who's your sleeper? I think it's got to come out of the AFC because, like I said, I already gave two teams from the NFC. I, obviously, I think the Cowboys can can maybe win a couple games. The maybe Cowboys pick it up. worry me because of but, their history. Sure, that and obviously they had Michael Gallup go out with that torn oh, ACL, that, which is devastating that being tough. that he is in – you know, above average wide receiver, yeah. a great pass catcher. Um, and then obviously Micah Parsons just entered COVID protocols. So you never too. know how guys are going to bounce back from that. But I'd say sleepers got to come out of the AFC. And, and I do think it's the Bills. I mean, really? I think Josh Allen is an elite quarterback. He, uh, It's really their defense. I, I think that's where a lot of questions arise. And can they run the football? I don't think they have a uh, – who is their starter? Devin Singletary? Singletary, yeah. I had him in fantasy last year, and let me tell you, I was disappointed. <laughs> um, you probably weren't the only one. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just think they're probably my sleeper. I think I, they score a lot of points, um, and I really think their defense could probably hang. But uh, that's a sleeper maybe if, uh, you know, say the Chiefs get knocked out right. second round of the playoffs or something like that. It, it, it really all depends on the matchups and things. Uh, but – Honestly, folks, we are in store for an excellent NFL playoffs, and I'm really looking forward to, uh, how, to it how it goes. Yeah. Okay, um, we're going to play a little game here, and uh, it's called This or That. So I'm going to give you two NFL head coaches, and uh, Peyton, you're going to give me which one you would rather have if you were like a fan of your team and your team had a, you know, a potential to sign both these guys. So. I'm going to start with the Bills head coach, Sean McDermott, or the Saints head coach, Sean Payton. The correct answer is Sean Payton. Sean Payton is a legend in this league. He will be a Hall of Famer. Um, Obviously, he has the one Super Bowl that he won with Drew Brees, I don't know, back in 11? 10, I think. 10, 10 or 11. They beat the Colts. Yes. Um, So I think that cemented his his legacy. Obviously, winning a, a Super Bowl is important. Um, he did have a franchise quarterback in Drew Brees essentially his entire time in New Orleans. Yeah. Um, I, I do think he's on the hot seat potentially um, in yeah. in New Orleans, but you know his teams were consistently a factor in the NFC, and 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 I really believe that. Uh, yeah, he's a better quarterback in my eyes. Yeah. Uh, Sean Mc, Sean McDermott hasn't done anything yet. In my eyes. So for me, uh, five years ago, no question, it, it's Sean Payton. I think Sean Payton's one of the best play callers of our generation. Um, he's up there with Andy Reid and Bill Belichick in terms of head coaches yeah. of like our lifetime. Um, today, listen, today... I think it's coin flip. I really do think it's coin flip. I think McDermott has done a really good job in Buffalo. Um, kind of. Well, sure, he has an elite quarterback. Right. I mean, the the Saints' offense is horrible because you know they have a bum leading it. Taysom Hill, Trevor Simeon, yeah. Ian Book. 
Those guys are garbage. They bear, they weren't even good players in college. I mean, you're not wrong. I mean, Ian Book, Ian Book, dude. He, I he wasn't he, even good for Notre Dame. He really wasn't. He was okay. If you are my rule of thumb, if you are a good college quarterback, you're probably going to be an average to below average NFL quarterback. That's my rule of thumb. I mean, but yeah, really, we only see like six or eight quarterbacks every year like play well. Right. If you are an elite quarterback in college, you'll probably be a good quarterback in the NFL. Oh, I think that's even a stretch. Really? Yeah, because you see so many guys like come out of the – Justin Herbert slid down so far. Like he – no one really talked highly. Like he – he had good arm talent. He was a, a oversized guy. He was very tall. He could move well to speed. And his best feature was his was his uh his brains. Yeah. He, he is an elite decision maker. He has great down the field vision. He was a guy coming out of college, you know, we had a lot of questions coming from the Pac-12. Josh Allen, you know, he went later in the first round. Where where was he taken? I can't remember. Uh... So, Allen was maybe the fifth pick. Oh, seriously? I think so. Oh, I didn't know. I didn't realize he went that early. Yeah, I think he was maybe the fifth. Okay, so never mind. He's still like a lottery pick, I'd say. Yeah, he... But then we have guys like Tom Brady that that really didn't... (laughs) He slid all the way down, literally being the last pick in the draft. Yeah. You know, Ben Roethlisberger, Aaron Rodgers, guys that are taken later... Aaron Rodgers was taken still in the first round, but uh, he, he was slid like, quite a bit, right? Rodgers was 22nd. Yeah, he yeah. slid a lot, though. He did. Yeah, he, he fell. He kind of – I don't know why he fell, though. I mean, he really – maybe – I don't know. I don't think it was, like, character issues or anything like that. I don't think so. Josh Allen was 7th. Okay. 7th. Yeah that, yeah, that rings a bell now. Uh, but guys like Patrick Mahomes, like, guys that have – not necessarily shouted from the rooftops that, hey, I'm going to be the next great elite quarterback in the league. But Holmes was 10th, right? What? He was, yeah, he was 10th. Oh, I thought he was like a set. Yeah, folks, no, no, this no. tells you what I know about my NFL no. draft history, okay? He, he, the Chiefs traded up to get him. Yeah. Oh, well. Deshaun, Deshaun was 11th, I think. Maybe I'm wrong. I know Mahomes was 10th for sure. Huh. So... Uh, next quarterback, uh, Bruce Arians, uh, I mean, head coach, uh, Bruce Arians or Matt LaFleur? This is a good one. This is a good one. Both both have elite quarterbacks. Both have decent defenses. I'm going to give the edge to Bruce Arians right now just because he has won a championship. Matt LaFleur has been in Green Bay for two years. This is his third. Third year. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen him win a Super Bowl yet. Give him the edge to Bruce Arians. Yeah, I'll I'll keep this one pretty simple. I, I agree with you. I mean, I, I Aaron's has won a Super Bowl and Tampa, and I think, and also be a legendary Chiefs team. Eh, legendary? I mean, like they they, they were going to go back to back. Well, they had the O line was bad. Sure, O line, but we didn't know that until the Super Bowl. Right, the Bucks kind of exposed. That. Yes. Yeah. So I I think that was also great. Great scheme. Yeah. I and who, who instills that that into the team? Arians. Bruce Arians. Yeah, I I agree. Bruce Arians does have a Super Bowl ring, so that definitely gives him the advantage. Even though I think Matt LaFleur has done 
a decent job, but I don't know where Matt LaFleur would be without Aaron Rodgers. Sure. I really don't. Um, so last one, Kevin Stefanski or Zach Taylor right now? <laughs> well, okay. So I have two thoughts. Okay. Everyone wanted Zach Taylor fired after last season. No, that's true. Yeah. You like, even you were like, Zach Taylor is not the guy. I'm still, I'm still not sold on Zach Taylor. Yes. I, I'm still not sold. But I watched every single snap of the Brown Steelers game. Uh, the other night, and Kevin Stefanski is a horrible play caller. Horrible. See, like, here's Baker thing. Mayfield is also terrible, and he's injured and hurt, and, you know, all everything has went against the Browns this year. But right now I'm taking Zach Taylor because, you know, Kevin Stefanski looked horrible on Monday night. Yeah, I think... You know, this is weird because I probably take Stefanski. Really? You're the Browns guy. I and mean, you're taking Taylor, and I'm the Bengals but, guy. And I'm ta- but I would really, take Stefanski. Okay, this is like recency bias. Kevin Stefanski, did you watch the game on Monday? Dude, he won Coach of the Year last year. Okay, I mean, sure. Like, I mean, I would take Stefanski because I think. I think Zach Taylor, if Stefanski was my head coach and Taylor was my offensive coordinator, oh, I would love that. Um, um, I would love that scenario. Yeah. Um, but no, I Kevin Stefanski literally, it, oh, it was pathetic. Yeah. Pathetic on Monday. Yeah, it was. But I also think Kevin Stefanski had a lot of, a lot, I think he had a lot to work with this year. Obviously, he battled some injuries. Baker Mayfield was, you know, crippled all year, basically from, I think, week two or week three when, yeah. he, when he hurt his shoulder. It was something like but that. But really, I mean, if you're a great... Um, sorry about that, folks. Um, I did not know on my... Uh, we're, we're recording new mic today, um, so I didn't know on my laptop you can only go for... 30 minutes max. So we're going to do like two kind of a two part episode today. Um, so yeah, as we were, if you listen to the first part, we were talking about, uh, Zach Taylor versus Kevin Stefanski. And, uh, yeah, so we kind of, we kind of finished that up a little bit. So, um, next on son of a Bix and the Iceman, we are going to, um, Oh, um, let's touch on this uh, real quick. Um, Antonio Brown, any thoughts on that? Like, is he just, is he done? You think anybody picks him up? I'm honestly not sure. I, I, I was listening to, I don't know, one of the fan shows on the way over here. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, you can't really say the guy has like mental health issues or anything like that because you can't make those like, Accusations, yeah. You can't make those accusations for a guy that just seems a little unsteady right now. Obviously, right. he has a very troubled past with with ev- like everything. Ever since right. he like punted that dude for the Browns and like jumped on him or whatever, oh, yeah. and like need him right in the face, it just seems like he's been on my radar. And everything he does is a problem. Um, yeah, I mean. He's still a fine wide receiver, but 
Listen, I don't know. I say it's middle of next year if he gets signed again. Who even knows if he wants to continue playing? Right. Listen, I'm not going to go on this podcast and I'm not going to make accusations, as you said, about his mental health because I have no idea. Sure. I literally have no clue what he's thinking, what he's going through. So I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, he has mental health problems. Well, we don't know that. Yeah, you know, because we don't know him. So, as Aaron Rodgers said, "You don't know me. You, <laughs> you don't know me, man." Um. So, listen. I think I don't think he gets signed till next year. I think you're right because I don't think no playoff team is going to bring him in. And sure. Like, no. 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 Inherit all that baggage. baggage. Yeah. 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 But uh, really, what I'm thinking is, you know, week seven. Week eight next year, you maybe see a middle-of-the-road team. But really, it depends on how much work he puts in in the offseason because, you know, he was not really all that productive for the Buccaneers. He's not an elite wide receiver like he was with the Steelers. Like, there's just so many questions, and, and, and you know that teams are willing to take a stab at, you know, these controversial players like Josh Gordon, Greg Hardy. Um, you have the um, – what's the guy from the 49ers that was a big problem? Uh, trying to think of other – Either way. Or like even like uh, Kareem Hunt. Kurt, yes, 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 yes. So I, I really think that, you know, no NFL team's really going to look at that. They don't care about the character. They care about the character that's going to be on the field. So, I mean, A.B., Best of luck, bro, but, man, you got to figure some stuff out. Definitely. Um, so uh, we're going to – yeah, let's uh, – so we made some playoff predictions at the beginning of the year, NFL and college football. And, uh, folks, I mean, we do this show, and we, we miss on stuff because uh, <laughs> we're human, and we, we get stuff wrong. Uh, so, and when you – when you do a podcast, I mean, you're just, and you talk about all this stuff, you're bound to get something wrong because, you know, obviously we don't know, we don't tell the future. So yeah, we're just gonna, and I think the best way to like kind of is just own, you know, what you've gotten wrong. Cause I think some of these are funny, like, you know, because like, well, I'll, I'll jump on this, the wagon first because I know for certain that I had the NFC West winners to be the Seahawks or I had them in like second place in that division. But all I can remember saying is I thought the Seahawks were going to be legit. The Seahawks folks have been eliminated for like four weeks. They're terrible. Russell Wilson has not been the player that he has been over the last several seasons. He has been crippled with injuries. I still believe him. Sure. I do too. And I also, I was listening to, you know, late night sports radio the other day. And a guy was talking about how he thinks that um, Russell Wilson's next spot, the New York Giants. Oh, really? I thought you were going to say the Cleveland Browns. I no. Know, I will, no, I will no, no. Every Cleveland Browns fan thinks that their think next that, starting quarterback is going to be Russell uh, uh, or he, Aaron Rodgers. They think it's going to be Russell Wilson, Deshaun Watson. Aaron Rodgers, or Deshaun Watson. I'm telling you right now on Not a single one of those guys is going to be the January 6th that none of those will happen. Yep. None of them. Yep. Because you 
Aaron Rodgers is not going to the Browns. Nope. I guarantee it. He he may not even leave Green Bay. Uh, Deshaun Watson, as we same thing with AB. He's got a lot of stuff to figure out. And then um, there's uh, Russell Wilson, where Russell Wilson is under contract and needs to be traded. Sure. And needs to voice concern about wanting a trade. And to this point, I don't think there was a couple rumors last year, but you know, rumors are rumors. So um, I would say our biggest misses were the Seahawks and the Browns. Yeah, I was really high on the Browns. We were both really high. On yeah, the but you were spot on about the era, spot on about the Bengals, thinking they were going to be, you know, competitive in that division. And you were, you were right. They're sitting here at ten and six, weeks seventeen going into eighteen. So I only thought they were going to win like six games, dude. Oh, seriously? Yeah. I thought you had them. I did not have them in the postseason. But you had them I at had least them. finishing not last. Right? I think I had them third. I yeah. think I had Pittsburgh finishing last. Yeah. yeah. I I had uh yeah, I did not have them in the postseason. I was thinking, I was trying to remember who I had. Another one that you missed on was you you were high on Washington. Dude, that's right. Yeah, that's right. I think I had the Cowboys finishing second in that division. Yeah. But still being like you did. eight and nine or something like that. Right. Like you were you were really well and then really like Part one of this episode, I mentioned that I think that a sleeper in the NFC could be that Dallas Cowboys team, and and I I was stunned with how well Dak Prescott has come back, played strong and unconcerned after that difficult injury there last season, and uh, I've been really impressed. Obviously, the Dallas Cowboys defense has really really turned some things around, and they really got a steal in Micah Parsons there in the first round of the draft last season, but. You know, but I'll up you with this. Um, I was high on the Dolphins, and even though the Dolphins went on this seven game, they like, also lost seven games in a row. Yeah. They so were, really, had we done like a mid season, you'd have been like, "Oh yeah, the Dolphins." Yeah, I was Dolphins spot on. Suck, and then I'd be like, <laughs> but as I dissect that seven game winning streak, they played no one. No yeah, one. they did not beat anyone that was really worthwhile except for maybe your Bengals. Didn't they beat the Bengals during that time? We did not play the Dolphins. Oh, I thought they nope. did. Okay, uh, they well. The, they beat the Ravens. Okay, maybe, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe that's maybe that's what I was thinking. Yeah, they beat the Ravens uh, on a Thursday night. Yeah, it, it. Yeah, folks, that's why we don't make predictions. <laughs> but we do because it's we good do. content we and do. it fills in fills, fills in time. Sure. Yeah. Um, and it's fun to talk about. So, I did count them up. Um, more than likely, you're probably going to get 10 out of the 14 playoff teams. Are you serious? Yes. That's pretty fire. Yeah. And being that one of those teams is not the Cowboys, and one of those teams is the Washington and football Seattle. team. And Seattle. Yeah. Those were your Dude. Three, those were your three misses. Browns, Seattle, and Washington. You thought And then the Cowboys. Did you? Does that count? Does okay, that count? Yeah, because yeah, I, yeah, yeah. The Cowboys. So those no, are my those, 14. Those, those that's four. pretty freaking impressive. I'm proud of myself. Yeah. That it is impressive. Well, wait till you, we get to our college. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So You um, can't win them all, folks. Yeah. Uh, I had 11. So we both did pretty good. Yeah, we killed that. I mean, uh, okay. Um, college. Um, <laughs> I like the way you phrase that. Yeah. So um, 
We both got Alabama. Yes. We both had Roll Alabama. Tide. Yep, we both Never had said that before. Yeah. Um, feels just kind of weird. Um, we both had Alabama, number one. Sure. Um, after that, uh, I went back. And uh, so I had Ohio State, number two. Uh, <laughs> you had Oklahoma, number two. Um, you we went through two quarterbacks, a head coach. Yep. Uh, yeah. They are kind of in some shambles right now because Caleb Williams just entered the And portal. the transfer portal. Yeah, I saw uh, that. And then we both had Clemson number four. So we literally <laughs> both got one out of four. Yeah. And uh, if you would have told me in August that uh, Cincinnati and Michigan would both make the playoff, I would have stared at, stared at you. I wonder what the odds of that were like at the beginning of the year. Probably not likely. Yes. Uh, and uh, – I'm surprised neither of us went with Georgia. Yeah. Who who me. who are our fourths? Uh so I had Alabama one, Ohio State two, three Oklahoma, four Clemson. You had one Alabama, two Oklahoma, three Ohio State, four Clemson. So we just flipped Ohio okay. State. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. And then um our Heisman's um, he said, <laughs> this is pretty funny. I thought about that every single day since then. Yeah. So I had Spencer Rattler, who has been benched and transferred since then. And then you had Sam Howell. Who team- played for the worst offensive line in college football. Did you watch the Duke's Mayo Bowl? I did not. That dude was hit more than... One, Baker Mayfield, and two, um, oh, shoot, I lost track of what I was saying. Anyways, oh, Sam Howell, not good. Not good this year. I still think he's going to be a fine NFL quarterback, but that's a thing. Oh, North Carolina was freaking terrible this year. He could be a great NFL quarterback. I'm not even like, he could be a great NFL quarterback. Um, so. Yeah, you had Sam Howell, who, uh, and both these guys. Um, um, yeah, so Howell, um, his team went six and seven, I think. Yeah, it sounds right. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that was not good. Um, that's why we we don't, I put in my notes, freezing cold takes. Sure. <laughs> yeah, it was bad. Um, so yeah, uh, that was, that was pretty pathetic and, but it was always next year. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll try again next year. Um, uh, before we go into the final, um, topic, uh, the, our top five, um, OSU basketball plays tonight mm-hmm. at Indiana. And Dude, he, and Assembly he, Hall, I'm assuming is going to be rocking tonight. Yeah. I don't know what Indiana's plans have been since like, you know, COVID's ramped up again, but right. I'm assuming Assembly Hall is going to be packed. Yeah, um, yo, I have an idea for our next top five, um, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, but this this is a little preview for the next top five, but Assembly Hall is a top five sporting coliseum that I'd like to go. Assembly Hall, ever since I can remember watching games on CBS on a Sunday afternoon, you know, I always thought it looked sweet. Like when I think of college basketball, I think of Assembly Hall, I think Indiana, Michigan State, like a one o'clock game, you know, you got two great announcers. You had the fans in Assembly Hall going absolutely bonkers. 
You know, you got Yogi Ferrell, <laughs> point guard in that Indiana team. That's what I think of when I think college basketball. Um, it's going to be a tough one tonight for the Buckeyes. Um, I think they're – What's their record? 9-2, uh, I believe. 9-2? Um, yeah, uh, Buckeyes. Indiana? Uh, they're 10-3. and three. Oh, I wow. think this is a big game. Yeah. Um, um let me let me fact check that for sure. You yeah. you, you continue talking. Um Yeah. Yeah, I was spot on. 9 and 2 for the Buckeyes, 10 and 3 for Indiana. Obviously, they have Trace Jackson Davis who is absolutely a baller. Yeah. Um but Buckeyes have EJ Liddell. Buckeyes have Michi Johnson. Malachi. Buckeyes have this, Buckeyes have that. Malachi Branham. Yeah. Malachi Branham had like 35 against Nebraska. Nebraska. Now, that game was closer than it needed to be, but you know the Buckeyes handle business. Chris Holtman handles business. Yeah, and that's the thing. um, You know, and I hate these Ohio State fans where they're like, every time OSU basketball or even OSU football loses a game, fire Holtman, fire day. It's like, no. Like, I'm a fan like that sometimes, I'll be honest. I, I do that sometimes. But, like, Holtman has, like, and I, I will not defend Holtman's tournament True. resume. Because it's been bad. Yeah, sure. like, he, he's only won, I think, one game in the tournament. Yeah, like, I think he, it, it's, uh, somebody in 2019. Like, that's the farthest we've gotten is yeah. the round of 32 with Holtman. So, he's still got more work to do in the tournament, but I just... I do not like the people who are just like, you know, fire day, fire Holtman. It's like Ryan Day has gone like 34 and 4 in his time at Ohio State. Like, that is absurd. Like, that's absurdly good. You know, and his only losses are to Clemson, Alabama, Michigan, and Oregon. Like, it's not like he's lost to like Tulsa or anything. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, so, yeah. I just. But the game specifically tonight, I think the Buckeyes go on the road, pick up a tough one. Um, I think that could potentially be one of a few wins in January. You know, Chris Holtman's teams have really struggled in the first month of the year in his time spent um, in a Buckeyes, you know, suit jacket. So um, I think this could be a tough one tonight. Indiana's favored by two. Obviously, I think the Buckeyes cover. I think they win by seven or eight. Really? Yeah, I don't think Trace Jackson Davis is that good. Um, he's probably the most overhyped player in college basketball, in my opinion. I think, um, we, I think Wheeler will lock him up tonight. Yeah. I think he could only go for Is he going to guard him? Jamari Wheeler's only like 6'2". How tall is Trace Jackson Davis is like 6'10". Oh, gosh. Then he's like a, a stretch guard. forward, oh, I think. Oh, man. I thought he was a guard. I thought I... I no, I'm pretty... I thought he handled the ball. He's six nine. Wow. Yeah, Liddell. Liddell. Though. Yeah. I, I. Either way, I think he is a no factor in tonight's game. Buckeyes lock down the guards. Buckeyes lock down Trace Jackson Davis. Um, can get some good perimeter shooting. Maybe some good perimeter defense. I think the Buckeyes win a close one. You know, it's a nail biter there in the end. Knocked out some clutch free throws. Win by six or eight. I think uh, we walk away happy. Who do the Jackets play tonight? Devils. Oh, uh, the Devils suck. Um, that's my. That's my. Uh, I thought the Devils were good. Yeah, they probably are, but they're still not legit. Um, <laughs> the Jackets might lose by four goals tonight. Instead of that, would still be better than seven from the last two games. Oh gosh, 
I just hope they don't give up seven goals tonight. I'm, uh, <sighs> I'm getting really tired. Did you ever end up going to that Maple Leafs game? Did they ever play? Oh yeah, that was that was a bummer. Uh, that it got uh got postponed. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I was just that was a bummer because that was supposed to be a fun thing for. I went with Casey and Jack to the Predators game, yeah. and that was a blast. Did you watch that one? I heard about that. Yeah, uh, Texier had that five hole. Yeah, hole. it was sexy. Yeah, yeah, like, that was that was Casey's first regular season game, and, and and Jack had only been to a couple games, so it was a good time. Really? Yeah, it Casey was a blast. has never been. Well, I took him actually to his first ever hockey game uh, in the preseason this year. They played the Penguins, wow. and uh, that was a blast. But yeah, got to take him, got to take him to his first, you know. First ever couple outings there at uh, Nationwide Arena for the Whoa. for the Jackets. I was talking to Jack, and he said the he talked to the ushers, and the ushers were like, "It is like it is packed in here." Yeah, you know. And, yeah, it was busy. Yeah. So, what well, was a Thursday night? Right. Yeah. My dad. Uh, I didn't know if I told you this, but my dad went to the Lightning game the other night. Oh yeah. Gosh, dude! He said there were people leaving. After the first period, sure. it's three nothing lightning. That yeah, was just kind of embarrassing. Um, okay, so we're gonna get into the top five. Um, so we're gonna do as we always do. We're gonna do a top five list. Um, it's uh, our top five list uh, at the end of the show is never sports related. It's just kind of a fun thing we do at the end of every show. So um, okay, the topic today is top five movies that we want to see but have not yet. Um, start at number five. Um, Peyton, you want to start? Sure. Do we have any overlap? I don't think we did. I don't think so. Maybe Spider-Man. I did not put that. Number five for me is Saving Private Ryan. That is an absolute legendary film. Tom Hanks. Um, it's got a couple other legends in it. I can't think of them off the top of my head, but I have seen bits and pieces of it. Um, when I was young, parents wouldn't let me watch it all the way through. It's intense. Saving Private Ryan is a movie I must watch. Amy and Matt wouldn't let you watch? Amy and Matt would not. Oh, um, Number five for me is Die Hard. I've seen clips of it. I have not seen it all the way through. Looks like a really good movie. Like, it's just... Um, Christmas movie, so mm-hmm. Christmas was a couple weeks ago, so thought I'd mention it. Uh, number four for you. Um, this is actually shocking, uh, but I know this movie's really intense, and I've always had it at home, but you know, haven't ever built up the courage to watch it. But Passion of the Christ, have you seen that movie, Mel Gibson? No. Uh, do you do you even know what that is? I know. That's like the most like intense, real version of like the life of Christ. It, it's really. It's a crazy movie. Huh. Yeah, it, it's it's intense. Wow. Really, I don't have much else to say on it. But have you um, seen a Son of God? I have not. Is it good? I just it came up when I watched Passion oh. uh, of Christ. Yeah, um, it's a good one. Uh, number number four, I have American Underdog uh, with Kurt Warner. Oh. Uh, it's like a. It's a story uh, about Kurt Warner. It came oh yeah, it came out recently. Yeah, it came out. I think it. Oh, seriously? Yeah. It was, I didn't realize it was that recent. Yeah, it was pretty recent. Um, so that would be my number four. I really want to go see that. Gotcha. Um, all right, uh, you're number three. Number three for me is Taken with Liam Neeson. Um, Man, that would be a good one. Yeah, I haven't seen those. 
Uh, that would kind of freak me out, but, you know, I've heard good things. So, uh-huh. yeah, take him with Liam Neeson. Um, cool. Uh, number three, I have King Richard. It's about the uh, – I think – didn't you say it was about Serena Williams? Serena Williams and, like, her relationship with her dad and Venus and – all that stuff. Is it her dad or her coach? Her dad is her coach. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, I gotta watch that too. Um, Will Smith is in it. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty good movie. My uh, my parents watched it a couple weeks ago. So oh, they said it was good. Uh, yeah, they said it was very good. Cool. Um, number two for you. Um, I'm gonna go with Titanic. Uh, that is a legendary flick. Um, I know a lot of people talk highly of it, and pretty much, that? uh, is it? Leo, young Leo, and like Kate Winsley. Oh, really? Kate Winsley. Is that the is that the princess? Uh, One of them. Who are the? Yeah, who's... yeah, yeah. Rose. Yeah. Kate Winsley. Yeah. Rose. Yeah, it's Leo and Kate and. Um, Kathy Bates. Yeah. So. It's it's liter- literally a very legendary film, and I always get a hard time when I tell people I haven't watched it. But yeah, I'm gonna go Titanic number two. Um, uh, number two, I have Dune. Timothy Chalamet. I've not seen that. I've not seen a single film with Tommy, Timothy yeah. Chalamet in it. Uh, Zendaya is also in it. I'm a big Zendaya fan. So, more of a reason to go see it. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't really know what it's even about. Like, I don't know, like, is it just about, like, it's not a book. I don't know. Like, I, I just, yeah, I, I don't know what it's about, but, like, what more gets my attention is the actors sure. and the actresses. So yeah, if I see something I don't I will watch a movie more for the actors and the actresses rather than the plots sometimes. Yep. So okay, you're number one. Why number one, the notebook. Mm. Uh it is probably the number one rom com of our lifetimes, Sawyer. Um I really think that uh you know I might be getting some flack from from, you know, some female cousins and my mom and, you know, really anyone that's seen this movie. Um, it's slipping my mind. Is it Ryan Reynolds? Is he the main guy? Yeah, I think so. Oh, Ryan Reynolds. Um, I don't think it's him, now that I said that. Gosling? Is it Ryan Gosling? Yeah, it is Ryan, Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling, okay. Yeah. And then who's the girl? Rachel McAdams. Yes, that's right. And I'm a big Rachel McAdams fan. Huh. Um, nice. Yeah, so... I've only heard good things, you know. Everybody enjoys a good rom com every once in a while. I can shed a few tears. <laughs> so that's probably my number one. Yeah, uh, my number one is kind of the basic pick, but Spider Man: No Way Home. I haven't seen it, and everybody who has seen it tells me it's awesome. And uh, I've heard good things. Yeah, they would go see it again if they could. So yeah, yeah, dude. Uh, Spider Man: No Way Home. So if you haven't seen any of those movies, uh, maybe maybe give it a chance. Um, if you're all the movies we just listed are pretty good, Titanic would be one I would watch. Yeah, yeah. So that's all we got on a little two-parter today on Son of Vixen the Iceman. Um, a lot of you ask me when you know when's the next episode. Um, right now, I mean. We will probably be back more towards the spring, summer. Mm-hmm. So this will probably be our last uh, like winter-ish episode sure. for a little while. Um, obviously, I'd like to get back. Probably our next episode 
might be March Madness. Sure. Which would be really That'd cool. That'd be fun, yeah. Which would be, which would be really cool because that's how it started. Yes, that's right. That's how we started the podcast. Yeah, so, man, we're approaching a year here coming up. Yep, I, I got to I gotta look it up. Uh, the year, I think, is like March 13th or something Yeah, like that, that sounds, yeah, sounds great. Yeah, so we've been at this for 10 months, and, dude, it's it's been really good so far. And, you know, happy to, honestly, happy to have you on the show every time. Yeah, I appreciate it, buddy. Yeah. All right. Um, everybody, take care of yourself, and uh, we'll be back back in a couple months. Peace.